know, the, you know, ball, volleyball analogy. Ah, <laughs> yeah. The alley-oop, man. The alley-oop. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome everyone to Lunchbox TV review of Marvel's What If, and uh, this episode being What If Doctor Strange Lost His Heart Instead of His Hand. I'm Alex, and I am joined by Michelle. Hello. And Lou. Hello. And uh, let's get to it. Uh, before I get to initial thoughts, I'll, I'll, I'll just give a briefly o- overview. Uh, Lou mentioned just before the recording that it's like the, the first uh, horror feeling episode, and it was. Uh, it, it, it did give that vibe, just like all the other episodes uh, had like different, uh, worked with different genres. Uh, so did this one. This one, uh, I, I guess, the mystical horror uh, realm. And uh, yes, uh, guys, give me your thoughts. What did, uh, how'd you feel about this one? Who wants to go first? <laughs> I'll go first. Since we're talking horror, you know, that's my cup of tea. (laughs) Um, I was pleasantly surprised by this episode. Honestly, I went in just being like, oh God, here we go. Like, try to put my phone away. So I'm paying somewhat of attention. Um, I was on my phone for the first maybe 10 minutes. And then I was like, oh, wait, wait, what's going on? This is like fascinating. (laughs) So I had the opposite effect where I wanted to get off my phone to watch this episode. I really liked it because obviously it was a horror episode. It's like up my alley. Um, but the thing without going like so far into spoilers that I super liked about it, it's dark. Like it's not just horror, but it is dark. Um, both like thematically and just in general, it's dark and it worked really well for me. I thought that was actually so different. Um, so I, I liked it. I was pleasantly surprised um, having lowered my expectations after the past three episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, kind of just echoing Michelle, uh, whatever I was feeling last week is sort of the opposite of this week. I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, The tone was dark, the pacing was really good, and it gave us something that uh, Marvel hasn't really done. We'll we'll talk about that in the uh, the ending, but they haven't really set up or did an ending like that before, because as... Marvel fans or comic book movie fans, like we we, we kind of know what the ending sort of what's gonna happen in the end, kind of in general. But this was this caught me off guard, and uh, yeah, I was blown away by this episode. We'll uh, we'll throw up a spoiler warning, uh, I guess now since uh, since uh, we're, we're 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 sort of uh, hinting at it. But yeah, it was really dark. And, and like you said, like the, the, the ending was, was a really dark thing, which we'll get to. But uh, my, my look at this episode is like it's easily my favorite one yet. Easily like the, the, the best one yet, in my opinion. I, I, I think like it, it, it hits the right notes for what what if should be or should have been, in my opinion. It, uh, it, it does uh, give like an alternate universe that you feel should never have happened like like, like this is what what if it's all about this is why uatu just stares all menacingly off in the distance like he did in this episode like this is why he's there uh or at least that, that's why he should be there just um peering on uh sometimes uh, pervily 
Uh, but hey, maybe that's just me who <laughs> watches the perf. Uh, <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's get to the start of the episode. I am gonna spoil it because uh, that's just what we do here on our reviews. So we begin as the Doctor Strange movie uh, begins. Uh, you know, the Doctor is is a. <laughs> It's funny, he was a little out of character because in this episode because he wasn't cocky and arrogant like he was in, in, in the movie, in the first act of the Doctor Strange movie, which was just a little strange, no pun intended. Uh, didn't do that on purpose, I swear. So, so the car accident that, you know, as the title uh, hints at, the, the, the car accident that uh, destroys uh, Doctor Strange's surgeon hand, uh, instead of that happening, uh, his love which i forgot her name because i forget everyone's name christine Christine. okay christine uh she went to ryerson university by the way uh the actress who played her which i also forgot her name rachel mcadams rachel mcadams thank you on the subway once from mean girls there you go for mean girls yes that's right (laughs) uh so christine is in the car she is the one who dies and uh the story continues on just like the Doctor Strange movie does, he goes to, uh, I believe it's uh, Tibet, uh, trains with some monks uh, to learn the dark arts, the mystical arts, I should say, uh, becomes Sorcerer Supreme, Ancient One passes away, uh, he gets rid of Dormammu in you know, the classic form, spoilers for the movie, Dormammu comes to bargain, fantastic. <laughs> And after this happens, Doctor Strange is sulking during the one-year anniversary of Christine's death. He has the Eye of Agamotto, as we all know, holds the uh, time gem. And he starts messing around with it, going back in time to when uh, he's about to get in the car with Christine, that uh, fateful night. And he tries to change uh, his history. Uh, he tries to save her different ways, say, driving different routes, not going anywhere at all, uh, just not meeting her uh, that night. But she dies every single day, no matter no matter what, she keeps dying. And uh, that's when the ancient one arrives and tells him. I think it was Wong that told him that it was an. Uh, an absolute point in time. Someone tells him it's an absolute point in time. Uh, the ancient one. Ancient one, right. Ancient one tells him absolute point in time. You cannot change it. It's, cru- it's crucial to the universe that it remains like that. That's why you can't change it with your meddling, Dr. Strange. And, uh, well, they get into a little fisticuffs, uh, the ancient one and uh, Dr. Strange very briefly, but Dr. Strange escapes to a jungle where in the library, lost library of Cagliostro, whoever the hell Cagliostro is, but uh, all, all the secrets of the mythical arts are there, or, or at least the hidden tomes that he doesn't have in uh, the uh, in his uh, mansion there, in his strange mansion, the Sanctum Centaurum. So yeah, that is Act One. Uh, what did everyone think over here? Uh, I... Start it off, Michelle. <laughs> okay, I was like, I was ready to. Um... <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised. So in reading the title, um, honestly, I took it like kind of literally. I was like, oh, his heart, like he's getting stabbed in the heart. <laughs> I don't know why, like I just, that's how I took it. So when Christine was there immediately, I was like, wait, what? And then she died and I was like, oh, I'm dumb. That makes sense. Um, I honestly was so happy with the way they did this because I thought it was just her initial death that was going to lead him down this path. 
Um, but in him doing like time related things and her always dying in every scenario, that's where it actually took the turn for it being not tragic, but like dark. Like she died every single time, no matter what. Um, even when he wasn't there to witness it, she died. And I just thought that actually really set the tone for the rest of the episode of actually how darkness is and how like it makes sense for how tormented he becomes because of her death it's not just she died it's like no matter what he did to save her she died and that's the part that I think almost broke him as a character and like led him down the path that the rest of the episode kind of goes into and I thought that made so much sense and I really like as tragic as it was I loved it I loved how dark it was I I loved how kind of oh 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 she died again oh and then the final one where he doesn't even pick her up and then he sees on the news that she died anyways oh that got me that was actually good my complaint from last uh last week was like we don't care when people die like they're all getting getting killed left right and center I actually cared this time I was like oh that oh 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 no she died oh oh and she died again okay um I actually I I felt for for his character I thought it made sense that he would have been as upset as he was so I really, I liked it. I thought it, it set the episode up in a good way. Um, yeah, um, this is the point where when uh, she kept dying over and over again, where it, it got my attention to like, okay, uh, leave the phone over here. And uh, it, it was, I really felt for strange uh, at that point because she kept dying and dying. And then I, I think Michelle mentioned it too, that, even the last one, last uh, deaths that they, they they showed, like, it's almost like, uh, especially, I think the one where she was driving, and it's almost like Dr. Strange is closed his eyes, like, he knows it's, it's about to happen. And I was like, oh, that was, that was sad. That, it, 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 you know, it broke him, kind of, and it uh, sort of led him, like Mr. L was saying, on the path that where, where uh, he eventually ends up. Um, also, I thought it was really cool that just a little kind of uh, montage of, of stuff of how he became uh, Doctor Strange, like even though I think he actually became the source, Sorcerer Supreme faster because his hands were, 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 were not messed up. And uh, something that this whole episode had was the imagery was just kind of like beautiful like like that library looks super cool um and i was also i don't know it's probably like nothing i'm just reading too much into it but cagliostro yeah obeng i think are the same person because if you look up cagliostro it says that his real name is obeng whoa so yeah that's that's just me just diving too much but uh yeah cool first time is that is that like a Marvel wiki thing or is it like I think it is a Marvel wiki thing, yeah. Ooh, okay. Oh, that's really interesting. And so like, also like if you class. notice, I'm just jumping a little bit ahead, kinda that you know how his uh eyes were two different colors? Mm-hmm. Kind of represented the, the split that happens later on. I, I don't know. That was that was just like me. That no, no, that's I agree. Sharp I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I I I'd even notice that, but yeah, yeah, that's that's sharp. That is something. Wow, I can't. I can't look at heterochromia in anything Marvel and nothing X Men, though. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just can't. Because like I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but in the 
um x-men scene xavier is like this is young xavier i think he's like flirting with a girl he's telling her like oh you have two different color eyes uh, yeah the, the bar that. scene yeah i can't no i can't see anyone with heterochromia not think of that so when i saw the two color eyeballs that's what i thought of but i also <laughs> understand where you went with that lou but i just thought oh xavier is gonna show up and hit on you in a second watch out <laughs> <laughs> and uh and 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 i knew that be- i only found out about that because i had uh no prior knowledge of uh who cagliostro was like i kind of knew who he was but like just beyond knowing who he is i didn't know so i did a little googly to him and i was like oh bang i was like ah, okay but yeah probably should have done that research uh, beforehand as well before i decided to t- host this one but uh <laughs> In any case, uh, this, uh, I mean, we're, we're all gonna repeat ourselves. I'll, I'll try not to, to repeat what you guys said, but uh, I, just one thing, because it, it, it's unbelievable you both brought it up. Like there was literally a time when, like it happens in every show that I watch where like I just think of something, something random. I'm like, ah, I'm gonna Google it on my phone. But like there was a point at this episode, I forgot when it was, I think it was around like the time loop. I'm just like, uh, no, I'm putting this down. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch this. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, and uh, yeah, the, the the first act was really good, and like, it, it's amazing how this episode it just got better, like the, like the, like the quality and everything. Uh, yeah, just improved. I, I will say one other little aside, which I'm glad I was wrong, but like at the beginning of the episode, I thought Doctor Strange was gonna do his magic you know, brouhaha, and bring zombies into the universe, create zombies. That's what I was thinking. Oh, I did I think that too. for one <laughs> oh, second, okay. for yeah. one second, okay. I thought they were coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's like, oh, you're bringing someone back from the dead. You're bringing everyone back from the dead. <laughs> but I'm glad uh, that didn't happen because like, because I'm, I'm really happy with the story uh, that, that played out in this one, because it was a really personal Doctor Strange story and like bringing in zombies would have just muddled all of that. Uh, that said, let's uh, move on to the Lost Library of Cagliostro, a.k.a. Uh, Obey. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dr. Strange finds the book, and uh, he, he finds a book that tells him how to, uh, to break uh, the absolute point in time. It just requires a lot of power. So Dr. Strange summons a uh, monster, as one would do when looking for uh, more power. Fortunately, he brings in the squid monster, which I'm pretty sure is that squid monster from the first episode. Yes. Yep. What? I have a feeling this is going to be like, like if, if they're going to do, do like, a, a, like a full story arc, like bring it back together at the end, I have a feeling they're fighting that squid monster. That's my one theory. I'll just drop it down right there. Squid monster and, and end of the show. Maybe Shumagora. Let's hope. Oh, I uh, hope so. It, yeah. In any case, uh, this squid monster beats up Doctor Strange, uh, and he decides that he has to start with the low-level scrubs, and just like in any RPG, and build his way up. So uh, he finds a level one. He summons a level one gnome, <laughs> absorbs him. He uh, brings in a level three cockroach with a cape, with a cloak, and says, "You know what, dude? I, I like that drip you've got." Give me some of that. He takes a cloak and just, he doesn't even absorb that cockroach. Thank God. Ooh, that that, that would have been nasty. Uh, and, and then he goes on. He, he finds this like a uh, mystical bird creature. There's a dragon he absorbs. Uh, and, and on and on until he, find, he 
you know, brings back that uh, squid from earlier. And, but this time, Strange is powerful enough to absorb at least a portion of him. And uh, every time he absorbs a, one of these entities, like he sort of becomes, uh, becomes them. So he absorbs a, like, like a, a feature. So the, he's got tentacles. He's got like a, like a scaly dragon face. He's, he's got the plume. Uh, like visually incredible, especially yeah. with this artwork. Ooh, yeah, it, it, it all looked really good. The uh, yeah, and 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 the creatures like really fantastic designs uh, on them, cool stuff. And uh, once he's done absorbing, he notices that Obeying is old and dying. And uh, yeah, Obeying tells him that uh, like nope, don't do anything for me. It's just the the natural order of life. You've been doing your thing for a long time. This is how it should be, but you do have another. And uh, what's that another? It means that uh, there's two Doctor Stranges. What uh, the Ancient One did was split that Doctor Strange in two so that uh, the world would have a fighting chance at surviving what Doctor Strange is about to do. So that's act two, uh, tell me your thoughts. This solidified kind of the horror aspect for me. Um, the monster designs, like the the continuous monsters and kind of the flashing between the monster and then like his transformation from that monster. Uh, I love that. There was like this weird like bat looking one with the arms. I don't I thought know it was how man to describe bat. it. It, oh, it yeah. looked sick. I love that one because then when he did the transformation, he had like the big arms. He like stuck the arms yeah. back in. I don't know why, but that like visually worked for me. I was like, this looks so cool. And it actually for the first time of this show, it made me actually disappointed that we didn't see that live action. Because oh. I would have, like, it would have been horrifying, like, <laughs> live action. That would have actually been, like, scary, I think. Um, I think they really nailed it with just, like, the really creative monster designs for that. Um, I, I, that was great. It was, it was really cool. It was fascinating to see. And it was really interesting to watch, you know, a good character just do bad. Like, he was just, that's straight bad stuff. And I was like, this is interesting. I'm really not sure how I feel about it at that point was when I started to have kind of that moral dilemma of like, oh, like, I, I'm, I'm on board with your mission. Like you want to bring back your heart, whatever. I'm not sure if I'm bo on board with your methods anymore. This seems weird. When you start with a cute little gnome thing, I'm like, mm, I don't love that. I don't love that. Um, so <laughs> it's really cool kind of establishing him now as this, like a bad guy, like that's villain villain stuff that he's, that he's doing. Um, I really liked it. I thought it was awesome. Super cool. Um not to repeat michelle but yeah basically again the same thing um it's uh marvel's version of body horror and it was fantastic like again the designs were really awesome uh strange just kind of just morphing and changing into those things were, were really really cool uh, at first it was it started off actually kind of light-hearted because that little gnome thing i was like ha ah, funny and then gradually i was like oh crap this is getting like worse and this is taking uh strange to the extreme depth of like his 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 sorrow which is again i think this is this sort of just a little bit reminds me of like wandavision and just in terms of like dealing with grief so he deals with all of that and this is like the lowest point to just for like the uh for, for for love it's it's obsession with christine to to make her be, be alive again be with him so yeah this it was a really cool scene yeah right on i mean uh this episode did uh like a really 
clever thing in introducing a like a, a new villain. Like this is a new villain, like an evil Doctor Strange, uh, by spending so much time uh, with with you know who we thought was a protagonist turns out to be a villain at the end, and uh, we get the motivation. The motivation for the villain is great. It, like it all works. It it it, it hits, hits all the sweet uh, notes, and you have Doctor Strange, who we all know is the hero, the real one who now has to save the world. So it, it sets up this perfect spike for, you know, the, you know, ball, volleyball analogy. Ah, <laughs> yeah. The alley-oop then, the alley-oop. Yeah, boom, slam dunkaroo, right. Sports. Sports. Uh, <laughs> let me change the subject to act three, the final act, which uh, tremendous action. Uh, the ancient one visits uh, the or, or a shade, an echo of uh, of the spirit of the ancient one because uh, she died. Uh, she travels to this present moment of this alternate universe and speaks to the good Doctor Strange, warning him about this evil Doctor Strange who did what he did. And uh, apparently, the split happened when uh, Doctor Strange in, in Act One was sulking and holding the the uh, I eye. Uh, Agamotto, that's it. I was about to say Vashanti, but no, he puts the spell of Vashanti. Yeah, yeah, wait, wait, wait. I, I, yeah. I got the word right. I got the word right. Uh, like a sigil, and and it was a really cool visual effect because like every time he got hit, you'd see just like these like sigils just bounce off him in in the final battle. Really cool. So uh, yeah, the the final battle is set up. Uh, the evil Doctor Strange has to kill the other to absorb uh, his powers and be able to bring back Christine very very cool visually stimulating fight uh you get to see the evil doctor strange come into his own with all those creatures so it's just wild wild stuff and there's also a really cool effect visual effect for the world that it looks like uh i don't know if anyone played splatoon no no i I, I don't even imagine like of a video game but i can't think of which one but but yeah yeah, it looks like ink just just like everyone's fading away like really really cool effect and uh, the cause of this is the evil Doctor Strange. And uh, battle ensues. However, the good Strange loses. And uh, when evil Strange brings back Christine, she is freaked out. And she also starts, you know, uh, turning into the vapors. Yeah, melting, whatever the, that effect is. And uh, the world comes down on the evil Strange. But the evil Strange does stop for a moment to beg Uatu to not let this happen. And Uatu, who's sworn not to interfere, interferes, just like in the comics, because he talks, he talks, like he shouldn't be talking, like you're a yeah. watcher, just watch. <laughs> I have such a problem with, with, with Uatu. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, and this world uh, crushes down on uh, Evil Strange and the episode ends really dark, really dark ending. Um, all right, who's gonna take it? I mean, I'll continue my streak of going first this episode. Um, This, okay, I liked the second half of this act because I feel like the first half lost the horror element for me because it was just like superhero fight, which obviously we're watching a superhero show still, but I think that was like the furthest it got away from the horror once it established horror for me. So I didn't love that until that kind of like sneaky shadow attack that evil strange did and then it pulled you right back into the horror elements and that right there like the visual of like that upside down drippy place they were with it looks like drippy blood like fiery hell but also drippy hell at the same time i loved it 
so creepy really really cool absolutely love that and then the ending amazing the dark ending of just like too bad you done goofed you got to deal with it that I I was I was actually a little bit like thrown off that it actually ended that way I was like wait you're gonna you're gonna it's over sick I love it um I had this moment where I'm like are they really gonna end it like this because that's so not even the style of this show which has had darker tones and like kind of like dramatic things but it hasn't ended like bleak like straight up you lose bad guy wins but also bad guy still loses um and I really I I really enjoyed the ending I it didn't I mean it's not feel good in any way shape or form but it was entertaining and I'm here for a good time and I had a good time <laughs> uh yeah I I loved everything about this this final act the from uh I got my wizard superhero battle which was really cool it was visually amazing I don't know if anybody noticed, but when his cape tied around, it had a little cape scream. And I was like, oh, yeah. man, poor little uh, guy. They killed uh, the cape and uh, scream. The cape. Um, although I have to admit, while I was watching this, I was getting nervous, especially when uh, Watu showed up. I'm like, oh, they're going to make him a kind of a deus ex machina, like this, this this force that's just gonna help strange i'm like oh no i would i would have been really pissed if that happened he just talked and i'm like okay just just shut up now don't do anything and he didn't and it was still still a tragic ending and that uh, when it was starting to shrink and you hear doc strange just go i'm sorry i'm really sorry or something along those lines i was like yes and like i was uh saying earlier I don't think Marvel has ever done like an ending this dark. I mean, if you think about like Infinity War, the 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 snap happened. I mean, we all knew they were gonna come back like one way or another, but this was just had a different feel for it. And I was just like, oh shit, they're really doing it. This is unless something, unless Captain Marvel shows up again and does whatever, <laughs> it was a great ending. I loved it. Yeah, like I said, it, it it just peaked like like it 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 really the stakes uh, rose to the highest point it could, and it it just ended in a great way. But like this is the episode that I that I wanted all along, and 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 it ended fantastically. It it remained true in its horror roots, and it's got me anticipating uh, the multiverse of madness even more. Uh, Sam Raimi on board, ooh, cannot oh, yeah. wait. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there, there, there's nothing else I could say about the, the end that you guys haven't uh, already mentioned. So uh, let, let's move on to the to the final scores. You guys, take it away. Out of ten, <laughs> I always forgot that part. Out of ten, um, <laughs> I'm gonna give it a mm, eight point five. Yes, I feel good about that number. I mean, the numbers, like, if you look back at all the numbers I've done for all these four episodes, the numbers mean absolutely nothing. It depends on my mood. Because, like, now that I've seen this one, take everything else down a point. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, basically. At the yeah. end of, I feel like at the end of all of them, we should go back and re-rank them all. Because yeah, my opinion should. changes every single time a new oh. one comes out. And I'm like, see yeah. what else could be done. Because um, my scores for everything else has changed because this one is better and everything else deserves to drop. Because this isn't a 10. It's not quite a nine, it's 8.5. And therefore everything else needs to go down. Um, and as to what Alex had said, it makes me excited and nervous for the multiverse of madness because I'm like, if this is what Doctor Strange horror could look like, 
like I have really high expectations and I also am nervous that it's not going to live up to those expectations because I I really need it to feel horror in some capacity I need some type of horror and I don't I'm not confident it's going to be nailed um I hope it is though like give me some type of that body horror stuff in that one and I'm going to be that's that's (laughs) enough for me I'll be so thrilled to see that anything of that nature in, in real live action oh that'll be a 10 out of 10 for me like so so good so that's where I'm at yeah um I think I've mentioned it somewhere before where my least favorite MCU movies are Doctor Strange and then the two Thor movies but Ragnarok changed that for me and if this was uh the first Doctor Strange like this what if was actually the the movie I mean it's should be one of my favorites uh I hope that the rest of what if sort of follows this pattern it doesn't have to be like super horror but it follows like this pattern I think we're good I hope we don't get like random episodes again where we lose the uh the the love of it and just kind of want to look at our phones um for me this is this is a nine I, I really love this episode and like I said hopefully the rest will be similar yeah, this is the measuring stick right here. This episode, like uh, the the rest, have to live up to to this one episode. Uh, I don't necessarily think this is this should have been the pilot because uh, it's just too good to be a pilot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll like like if only the other episodes would have hit this like sort of, sort of you know start with a tragedy, you know g- g- give you know the hero hope and then end with a tragedy like like that's the sort of even if it's repetitive for the entire season it it still hits like that twilight zone feel yeah that but what if should be striving for and, and like this episode uh hit it the the, the only complaints i have uh it's, it's really minor the, the characterization i mentioned it earlier characterization of dr strange in the beginning uh, like he, he was a bit too nice to christine like especially since i remember he was such a douche like yeah. he really needed yeah yeah he, he he needed to that accident you know for the sake of humility and uh so so it was kind of weird in the in this watching this episode seeing him so nicey nice uh and and the the only other thing i have a problem with and i just read it today on the twitters uh off of this website called murphy's multiverse uh an interview with paul lassane uh, this might be potential spoilers, not n- nothing specific, but Paul is saying he's a, produ- a production designer on the show. Uh, he says, obviously, with it being an anthology series, each episode is a standalone. But there is an overarching story which will become more dot, dot, dot. Without giving spoilers, you'll see that there's a big storyline going on. So it's my fear that, like, th- they'll undo the, like, the impact, the lasting impact of this episode by like having that story that that I sort of said in the first episode yeah. where like oh this exile scene and this Doctor Strange like Uatu's picking out these you know these uh, benchmark characters from every episode I really hope that's not the case but it it seems to be the case especially with that uh, last quote but in any case I'd give this episode a nine out of ten uh, solid stuff all right and with that said. Uh, we had a good old time. Uh, if you enjoyed what we had to say and our opinions, uh, let us know, disagree if you will. 
Uh, let us know the episodes you like or what you wish to see in What If. Uh, you can follow us on our social medias down below. Uh, click to subscribe. We're a bunch of cool people. We love uh, talking that smack. Uh, I'm Alex. I've been joined by Michelle and Lou. And we will see you next week for the next one. Goodbye. Peace. Bye-bye. <laughs>